Hi, it's Taylor. Quickly jumping in before the episode starts to let you know that we've changed our name and are now Sisters Assemble. You can find our updated social handles in the show notes. Enjoy the show! Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk Marvel Fan Theories podcast. Today we will be doing the much-awaited Shang-Chi predictions episode where we break down our thoughts and some of the theories that we've been seeing online related to the movie and kind of what we expect since we will be two weeks out from the actual premiere which is so exciting i still have to get my tickets don't let me forget to do that tonight to um, be fair they just came out two days ago yeah that, that's like, very true well, well you wait weird. you we'll know get what into that. before i have my bone to pick with marvel i just want to let everyone know we're going to use some nice ominance in the that's the right way to say that. It's ambiance, not ambiance. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. It's ambience. like omnivore plus something else. Yeah, I don't, I, you know what? The spelling in my head was not what I thought. Um, because we are currently at the beach, and so you can, I don't know, maybe hear the waves crashing. We've got some crickets outside. If it's too loud, it will be edited out, so maybe you can't yeah, hear so it Yeah, so you at possibly all. won't be able to hear it, but we can hear it. And the so nice we're breeze and the palmettos. <laughs> Yeah, we're chilling, but you guys might not be. I don't know. I mean, okay, you know me. I'll get heated for any reason. Let's get right into my the reason I'm heated. That has to do with Shang-Chi. Marvel has failed miserably to market this. I agree. Um, I'm very disappointed. I'm not going to be the person to um, talk on behalf of issues that I don't have a, a proper voice to but i do feel very bad to the entire asian community because i know this comes into a lot of issue that they're feeling and i definitely i sympathize and i i i hear you so i want to say both of us the the one place of credibility we both do have when it when it relates to this movie is that we both do study and or have studied marketing so from a purely like disciplinary standpoint i think we were both kind of surprised by the lack of effort put behind it in that sense and it it kind of stood out to both of us yeah you know we there hasn't been a lot of buzz on social from some from marvel there have not been a lot of trailers quite frankly we haven't been watching a lot of live tv recently but the live tv i have caught I don't really feel like there have been a lot of trailers. I just feel like in comparison with some of the other properties they've put out this year, which have been television shows, even, you know, Black Widow, which is the only other movie that which you can compare the to. The only one I won't, the only reason I won't bring in Black Widow to this is because we waited a year and a half for it. True. So and I then, think, unfortunately, for that yeah. one, that's a very different story because it was already a movie that was featuring someone who was dead in our universe. And it was a whole thing already because people were not happy that she was finally getting a movie. And then, yeah, post-death, pretty much. I definitely think that we can't even compare it to Black Widow, unfortunately, due to that just being a whole different circumstance. But I will say, to your point, from a marketing standpoint, it's very disappointing. And like I said, I call out to everyone in the Asian community because I feel the pain that I know you guys are all... Because someone from from that marketing standpoint, I'm like, this sucks. It's, It's clear that the effort was not put the same effort was not put behind this property as some of the other well, properties. Well, and I wonder, does that have a problem also with they're doing too much at once? 
because now they have What If that's been premiering. Now this would have been the second episode. Well, and something I pointed out to you today was, you know, they just dropped this Entertainment Weekly. Of the um, of, Yeah, they did a whole, you know, and they do this for every property. They did it for Shang-Chi. They did it for Loki. They did it, you know, for all of their properties. Yeah. But to drop this an Entertainment Weekly spread in the middle of your two-week push before a major movie and the first movie you're not dropping on Disney Plus since the pandemic, that seems like you're you're just sucking the air out of an already tight room well, like you're and to your point you know you know they're not airing it on disney plus which i know was also a whole thing that i believe and i don't want to butcher his name so i'm not going to say it but the lead of shang chi even was said that they're not an experiment to figure out how mm-hmm. will it will it work to see it just yeah. in theaters yeah. because that to me speaks marvel's worried too much about budget yeah and about making money and that is not what i think the experience is about no it's it should be about the fans and the love that the fans have for these characters and these properties and the universe as a whole i mean i think yes there are trolls within the universe there are trolls within every universe but on the whole marvel fans love this universe yeah we don't analyze it to the nth degree and criticize it because we don't love it. We we criticize it and we analyze because it. Because we expect certain things. Because from we do love yeah. it. And you you can't not, you know, you can't pretend that something's perfect even if you love it. If it's not, you know, you're gonna analyze it and, and say this is how I would do it better. Yeah. And so that's just our little soapbox about kind of and what's going on. And with I think it needed to be addressed, especially in this podcast, because I know much has been being said on the internet. I know even on our Twitter, I've been trying to share some of the people, even some of the fans who are maybe a part of the Asian community who have been saying this sucks what you're doing. And I've been trying to share that message because like I said early on, it is not our place to have a voice on that. Um, But I'm trying to share the people who do have a place and I'm trying to share what they have to say. So I know it's just been something that I think needs to be addressed prior to going into anything with the actual movie because yeah. it, it's been a it's been a big thing happening unfortunately yeah. and of course we want this movie to do incredibly well I'm so, so excited I for it. I think it's gonna be such an amazing like, like I could see this being you know how the MC, I don't know if you view it this way but I feel like in some ways the MCU is like before Black Panther and after Black Panther like everything changed like I don't know if you I don't view it that way at all, but keep going. (laughs) For me, there's just, there was, I think because of not only, like, the fan acclaim that Black Panther got, but the fact that it was nominated for an Oscar, you know, and and the fact that... Well, now look at how WandaVision's been so successful. Right, and And I I just think, and and it was especially made sweeter because it was such a, a production that so highly featured people of color in every role imaginable it was such a sweet moment i think and i think chang chi has the ability to do that for the asian community and so i'm really hoping that we see another black panther level of moment where you're elevating you know what that community yes sorry (laughs) i got excited you know what you brought me right into my favorite point that i've been making is that while as much as we miss chadwick and with his anniversary coming up it's very painful and we adore him i mean there will never be another real Black Panther. No. That is him. Um, But he was supposed to be really one of the big three that was leading us into the next phases of the Marvel Universe. And unfortunately, to my point before, there won't be another Black Panther the way that we saw it. And it would be inappropriate yes. I to mean, he continue has, his the character. The way he embodied that character, it would be um, disrespectful to his I memory. Agree. And I'm, I'm proud of Marvel for not even considering it. Oh, I am too. For letting him hold that, like, for letting him 
be the king for the rest of eternity. Well, and that, the way he deserves to exactly. be. Exactly. And I think because he was going to be such a prominent role leading into phase four, I think, obviously, like, you can't undo or have, it's not like you can bring, unfortunately, someone back. Like, yeah, it's it not, wasn't an on-screen death. Yeah. You know, it, um, in many ways, in every way, I wish it was. Yeah. You know, truly. Well, exactly. Um, so I, tr- I truly think that Shang-Chi is going to take up that mantle, mm-hmm. and I'm a strong believer of that. And I, I like that that would be the path because of, to your point, with everything that Black Panther did for the African-American community, I think Shang-Chi has the potential to do that for the Asian community. And then we really see such a prominent lead within the, I would, I want to say the next like big three really mm-hmm. that to me is really important and I really like, that's my biggest theory coming out of all this is that as a whole he will lead us through the next phase and the next couple phases of yeah. the Marvel Universe and just to round out that big three then I think we both agree it's gonna be you know Peter and then Captain Marvel yeah you know just to, unfortunately because I think Wanda is kind of going to be more on the villainous side of things. That leaves Strange kind of on the bubble, which is weird to me because I think he's meant to be that too. So I wonder I'm wondering if Peter if won't be fully considered it just because of the age. That, and he's also kind of a questionable character because he's still controlled partially by Sony. Yeah, that's true because you don't know that you have the rights to him for a long time. Yeah. Um, whereas Strange you clearly do, and I don't know what Benedict's contract looks like. That's not something I follow But closely. they can always fix that if yeah. they need to. Yeah. And he clearly like has enjoyed his experience, you know, he has. I, I feel like they've never had a problem with him. No. You know, some of some of these some of the actors, you know, bulk at the bigger contracts. I don't think he is one That's of the ones role. who's done yeah. that. So for that reason, I could see him being in that way more contractually reliable. To your point, because he's not owned by another studio. Yeah. But either way, moving mm-hmm. into the actual theories of Shang Chi, man, I don't know <laughs> because I think they've actually surprisingly kept a lot under wraps. Yeah, I think what we've talked about a lot is the fact that, yes, they've released, I think at this point it's, you know, probably two or three full-length trailers and one, like, teaser, mm-hmm. I think is sounds Something about right. There. But one thing we both have talked about repeatedly is that they're all the same footage cut differently and sliced differently in all of, like, they'll add, you know, maybe one or two new scenes in each one, but nothing that really gives anything away. Right. And it's really just, like, you see the same, like, you see the bus scene in every, you know, mm-hmm. In every trailer you see him fight his dad in every trailer you see him in the cage or around that fighting cage in every trailer you know some it's, it's slightly different in some of them and we'll get into that and we have gotten into that there was a major bug incident <laughs> just a moment ago i really tried not to react i'm so sorry <laughs> it flew right at me <laughs> But yeah, so it's, I think they're definitely keeping, you know, keeping it close to the vest because yes, they've released, you know, three or four trailers, but they've all been essentially the same footage, which is really difficult to piece together a potential plot. Well, and it's also um, really hard when you're hearing rumors of there's a big moment, there's a big, big scene, and you're like, well, like a big fighting scene or like a big defining scene like is it gonna really is there a big cameo like yeah is or is it gonna really impact the mcu more than like because one thing so i was watching um an easter egg breakdown of one of the trailers earlier just to prep for this episode and something i never even thought about is that you know shang chi has been chilling in san francisco that's kind of where he's been avoiding his father and i never really thought about who else lives in san francisco except for you know the video pointed out Scott Lang. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Ant Man. <laughs> yeah, so I it's been a while. I'm not quite there in my rewatch yet, so it's been a while.
while since I realized that was, you know, he, where I Scott think he's was. one of the only ones over there. Yeah, I mean, out of universe, so is Venom. Well, yeah, yeah which like, like you know, depending on how Sony plays things, you know, that could be played into a multiverse. Eventually, later. I mean, Tom wants it. Tom Hardy. I'm he's sure like, Tom Holland does too. He straight up said he wants to fight Spider Man. So that's you know just a whole other thing. But uh, I thought that was interesting too. You know, there is that potential for some Marvel cameos because you know he shares a neighborhood with Scott Lang or at least a, a city. Well, and that's you know. all the Quantumania stuff. Like yeah. that's a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just really an interesting thing that they put him over there in San Francisco. I'm intrigued by. I mean, like I understand, I can understand the background of why, but I think it's interesting. It's and finally breaking free from New York. Like I feel like everything's oh so God. New York centric, and like as someone who has lived in New- in New York in various points of her life, like I love that. You know, for me, I'm like, oh, you know, what? I know that, or you know, I'll be walking down the street and be like, hey, that's from Avengers, and like that makes me happy. But it is cool to kind of see them move to a like different geographic location. Like I'm not. You know, obviously Tony's in LA, but I don't. Well, I, I kind of. He was. Yeah, I mean he's not anymore. Right. Well, and he. I mean, not because he's dead, but because he's not anymore. Yeah. But um, you know, I I enjoy the the geographic uh, changes that they're making as well, and kind of moving people into different <laughs> spots. Okay, sorry about that, everyone. I don't know if Taylor sounded a little weird at the end there. Um, we did have to run inside due to a bug incident. Um, the bug then followed us inside. <laughs> I was very brave and killed it with some shoes <laughs> and then dumped it in the toilet. As one Yeah, does. we were, um, unfortunately, the light of the outside was attracting quite a few bugs. It was horrifying. Um, we were hoping we would get through the recording and the process, but unfortunately, that did not happen. That was not the reality no. of the bugs. No. But anyway, moving on from <laughs> what we were speaking about. Something I think that's really important to bring up about Shang-Chi is he's in Madripoor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not only he's in Madripoor, that means the Abomination and Wong are in Madripoor. I and now really need to know this timeline. Yeah. I I'm, feel like I saw online that they confirmed what it is. Oh, well, I haven't seen it. That the one of the writers or directors confirmed? Yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but either way, I'm intrigued just because obviously we see falcon and we see the winter soldier and sharon who was kind of running the city of madripoor as the power broker and obviously our our man zemo but like ah, uh, <laughs> that dancing scene continues to be one of my but also favorites. in madripoor so i just am kind of intrigued to understand hey like when are these like taking place just because we've got what three to four different people who we know in Madripoor that we've been obviously confirmed because we saw the Falcon and the Winter Soldier already. And then it's like, okay, well, now we also have the Abomination, Wong, and Shang-Chi in Madripoor. Yeah. I need to understand what's happening. I need to understand this timeline because, unfortunately, something I think has happened since Endgame is the timeline's been a little funky. (laughs) That is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm aware. But, I mean, when you put stuff in timeline order on Disney+, Plus, I mean, okay, Loki being kind of in a weird spot makes sense, because that is quite literally right after Endgame. Like, as they're finishing Endgame, Loki's going off on his little expedition. Mm -hmm. Um, Black Widow was in a weird spot on the timeline, because it was technically way before half of the stuff happened. Yeah. But WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier has happened after. I don't want to see another movie that has been after or before Endgame. 
Agreed. I don't think we need to be going back in time anymore. It's just kind to me is a little ridiculous. So I really would like to understand that timeline just a little more. Quick live update. I knew that I saw somewhere that they had confirmed it. So it looks like I believe this man is the writer, this person, I'm not sure um, who it is exactly. But it looks like they have confirmed that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings takes place in the present day MCU timeline. Um, when asked to clarify, the director confirms that the director confirms that the film is set in the post-blip present day of the franchise's continuity. So, like, it doesn't specify exactly <laughs> when post-blip, but we're okay. looking like in probably in and around the WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier. But that's what I'm intrigued about. Yeah. Because but at least we know it's not like between the snap and the blip. Oh, right, right. And I didn't think it was because if you look at the group of people, like there's a lot of people on the roads <laughs> and like in the background. So I didn't think it was, but I'm just intrigued to understand how he's in Madripoor along, like I said, it's not even so much a Shang-Chi because I don't think he would come up on radars quite yet, but how Abomination and Wong were in Madripoor and for we Sharon didn't have a fit or yeah. know they were there or have some hand in it or you know like the whole ten rings organization was also possibly like intertwined in madripoor which madripoor obviously is a weird place but it's like how does this play into the falcon and the winter soldier yeah because that was a big part well, of the is plot. sharon like part of the ten rings organization like as i don't know you know what I like that's an entire possibility now based on this whole setting of this little ring fighting ring of death yeah so there's there's a lot of questions that that raises setting that that ring there. Well, I also this is totally off topic, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> but also, uh, Trevor's coming back. Yeah, I want to understand how this plays into a role with the real Mandarin. Apparently, there's a short which I didn't. Know, yeah, there is called something 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 about the king. Where and he says you like took his spot or something. Yeah, where they're an agent of the the um of the Ten Rings and the Mandarin is like, well, he's not really pleased that you like pretended to be him yeah. and took his name and like you know basically like um, uh what's the word? We're an imposter of him. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting. I didn't know that existed before I was you know doing some research for this. So it'll be fun to have. I I just think Trevor's freaking hilarious. Oh, I think he's hilarious, but I want to see the repercussions. Yeah. Because the Ten Rings organization, I think, is brutal. They're freaking brutal. Yes. And unfortunately, this is gonna come across weird. So let me say it, and then let me like explain it. I think it was not shown to the same degree in Iron Man what it's capable of. I agree. Because I think, especially with the leader wearing the Ten Rings, I mean, I'm not going to go into detail with it now because I don't think I need to be the one to tell you. If you're curious, go ahead and look it up. But if you read what the Ten Rings each represent, hello. Like, that's a lot of power for one man or person. Yeah. A lot of mystical power that. And I agree. I think what we saw, so I think the most prevalent that we saw the ten rings was obviously iron man one because in, in three they're really not the ten they're like rings. the fake version yeah. of it so yes the fake they're version scary of the fake version. and <laughs> yeah yes they're scary and yes they kidnap they're still him, a terrorist group and, and all yes that. they're you know essentially mercenaries for hire hired by stain that's horrifying let's yeah. let's put that out there on the table but that's like small potatoes in comparison to a man who can 
wield these ten powers that are incredibly intense and mystical and, like, way beyond. He can essentially obliterate someone. Yeah. Like, like, way beyond what any of us could even comprehend. You're talking the difference between regular life and something incredibly mystical that is powers beyond our... It's like... Hawkeye taking on Thanos, you know? By himself, Thanos yeah. with the gauntlet, you know? It's just, like, not, you know, it's not the same. They're, they're playing I completely agree. different leagues. So I think we got a taste of, like, what it's like on the outer ring, outer rings, quote-unquote, of the Ten Rings organization when we saw the, what, what I would call, like, the Middle Eastern cell and, like, doing horrible things, don't get me wrong. But in the B-League, in comparison to what the home base is doing, in terms of just absolute raw power. Well, and something that I'm really intrigued about is the um, hierarchy mm-hmm. of this power. Because obviously he was Shang-Chi. Now, I believe they're following the comics and saying that he was raised by his father essentially to be an assassin. Yeah. He was like... That's the impression A born well. fighter. Like, like, that's what I understood. Now, the whole, like, spending, I don't remember how many years in San Francisco. That's what I thought it was. I, Which is just... Can I just... Say it's an interesting amount of time. No, I was thinking years. the same thing. <laughs> um, Each one for one of the rings. Yeah, that and like if you think 2013, what was Tony Stark doing? And like if you, because I guess I always just think of the Ten Rings in relation to Tony Stark because that's where we first understood them. So like 2013, we're like post Avengers. So that means he was still in the organization during the Avengers. Tony Stark's doing his thing where he's fighting the fake ten. Actually, well, that's why I was little, I was about to say I'm a little intrigued to understand he probably saw these fake ten rings because they were being broadcasted across TV. Yeah, it's the same year that he left. 2013 that's when iron man 3 comes out it takes place and you know obviously the current mcu is set in 2023 so and he happens to be over in california yeah i just think that's i don't i mean we may be reading way too and we might be reaching but isn't that the whole point of theories yeah (laughs) but we also may be onto something and i don't well because that was one of the questions i was intrigued by was why did he leave? Because, like, I was like, oh, he's escaping his father. But I'm like, but then his father comes and gets him. Yeah. And he goes back. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess, like, for me, I'm like, okay. And the reason I brought up the hierarchy, because we obviously see that he has a sister. Mm-hmm. But he seems, his father seems, I know this could also be, depending on culture, seems to want to give everything to his son, who doesn't want it, but his daughter, who has at this point pretty much been raised through the entire organization, has never gone away, wants it. Yeah, so we're I definitely going to see yeah. that sibling... That's going to be, I think, bigger than... Even the hatred toward the father. Yes, because it's... You know what vibe it's given me? Gamora Nebula vibes. Ooh, the the father pitting the children against each other? I totally see And then that. eventually they both end up resenting like, the Even in some way, father. Odin. Even in some way, Odin. Yeah, partially. Some of that was just Loki. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> Having a, lot his own of, issues. a lot of it was Odin. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't. I think, mean, even think about he he hid an entire sibling from them. So like, yeah, yeah there's the some thing, Odin in there too. The only thing with Odin is I just feel like not endorsing that Odin's a great father because that's um, he's never literally the worst. <laughs> um, I mean, to some degrees, I think he is very good. I just think there were some things he fell short on, and I think he was doing it indirectly versus like Thanos was directly doing it, making sure they were. I'm just essentially I, I was hating just each other. Off bad dads in the MCU. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, a lot. There's with a like lot. multiple children because there's like obviously 
like Howard Stark, who's like questionable at best as a father, but like Tony was an old child. I need child. more, and I know this is a little off topic, but I need more of an explanation of how Howard became Howard because yeah, he in the was 70s, so he's different. Like, My child, I'm so excited, I'm going to give him everything, and then you and then see a flashback like, I hate of him, him right before he died, and he's like Tony. <laughs> yeah, he's like mm, I hate this kid, yeah. and I'm like what. Uh, anyway, though, it's really giving me those vibes of the kids being pitted against each other. Gives me the vibes of once the dad's out of the way, the, the siblings will probably in some way have a rebuilding of a relationship. It just, that's, that's, I think, where I was getting to the Thor and Loki thing. Because, yes, Gamora. Well, I was and- thinking Thanos because once they realized he was kind of psychotic and I mean, they yes. were like, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just like way off in like Thorland over here in my brain. But yeah, I don't know. I think. I think we've seen a lot, like, those two are, like, the poster sibling duos of, like, hating each other because of, like, if if it's not specifically the father, the environment in which they were or raised. Or resenting each other for parts of it. Yeah. Because I definitely think the sister's going to resent, actually, here's where I would definitely see the Loki and Thor comparison. I think his sister would definitely re- resent him because while she did everything right, it's still falling on the person who didn't deserve it in her mm-hmm. eyes. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how Loki is. Yeah. So well, I, think- I mean, think about it. That's the Thor right doesn't or, oh, like Thor doesn't deserve it. In the first that's the whole one, point, yeah. you know. And uh, arguably, Loki's actually a pretty good king. In you know, I mean, in Thor one, even in even know, in Ragnarok when yeah, he's pretending to be Odin, he's yeah, like even king. between like <laughs> Dark World and, and Ragnarok, I mean, he was just as much born to be a king as Thor was. Yeah, but he wasn't. But he Odin's, murdered his own dad, so like, well, he also that. wasn't Odin's son. He technically wasn't the rightful heir to the throne at all. Well, he was. He wasn't the rightful heir to the throne of Asgard. Well, but, but that's what I Jotunheim, mean to yes. to Odin's throne. Yeah. He wasn't the rightful heir, and the only, and the one who technically was was in hell. <laughs> oh, true. So yeah. that would make it Thor. But I mean, I also can see it with Gamora and Nebula. I mean, Nebula resented Gamora because Gamora got everything. Well, she, she got to keep her body. What? And she resented her for every part of it. Yeah. So I, I see a lot of the sibling comparison. I'm getting the same vibe from them. Mm-hmm. I do think there's going to be a reconciliation. But at the same time, it could be a misdirection that they're making dad seem as the biggest villain. The next thing we know, the sister's out here like, hey, bro. Yeah, I mean, like- it could be like a... Like a- I mean, I guess everybody who's, like, familiar with the comics knew Mordo was going to end up being a bad guy, like, in Doctor Strange. Yeah. But, like, he starts off as this, like, mentor figure, friend figure, yeah. and then pivots. So, like, I could see, like, her, like, it's not that he played him, he had a, you know, he had a whole epiphany, if you will, but I could see that kind of becoming, like, a, like, she's the enemy, then she's the friend, then she's the enemy again. So I could see kind of her going in a Mordo yeah. direction where she just has, like, a real vendetta against the main character. Yeah, I mean... I definitely agree, and I think it all comes down to the rings, and I think something that is very important to note is, I I don't know if it's the new trailer or the new, like, short that came out, but they showed the Iron Man suit, they showed the shield, mm-hmm. and then they showed the hammer, and then last they show the rings. That is to show that these are the same, this, the, the, same the rings are the, power. and they're yeah. the equivalent. Yeah. They and are I, Shang-Chi's and, and I said to you, what was interesting to me is, so many, many of the stars, obviously we both follow a lot of them on Instagram, many of the stars posted this with the same caption. It was like, welcome to the the MCU, like we're bringing to life like the legend Shang-Chi, which like I truthfully, like I'm not the, the world's biggest fan of the comics, but I wasn't really familiar with, I've, I've said this many times throughout, the, you know, the different podcasts as we've talked about, like what's coming down the pike. I wasn't familiar really with this character until I started digging in preparation for this and more trailers started coming out. So for me, for them to like call him a legend, like 
maybe I just am uninformed, but I thought that was such an interesting choice because they're setting him up on the same pedestal as the other three by welcoming him in kind of a parallel. Well, and not to mention, it makes me think of, I believe, I think they say it in Avengers, when Thor first makes his appearance and Nat's essentially saying, this guy's right out of legends, they're practically gods. Oh yeah, it is. It is because then Cap says, there's only one one god and he doesn't dress like that. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But that's what I mean. So I think it's really interesting to see the parallels that are taking place. And another reason why I think he's going to be such a big Mm -hmm. part of these next few phases which to me also makes sense. He brings that mystical aspect. I mean, Captain Marvel's very... Yeah, she's got all the power. To me, okay. She's space. Yeah. but to Which me, is Thor. I mean, I think it's hard because I don't think they're all the same because if you think about it, if anything to me, and it's not just because they're both captains, I would think she's more Captain America. I know you don't like her. <laughs> it just and pains I don't think me you for like you that to comparison. Like put her on the same but I level her, as like Steve Rogers. But I see her even me. with the background, the military, yeah, uh, where they rose out of everything. I mean, she went through a transformation just like Steve. If you think about it, here's another parallel for you, and I hate to do this, but like he was the first Avenger, and the reason they're called the Avengers is because of her. So like, yeah. in many ways, they laid the groundwork for everybody. And the else. reason the Avengers even happened was because of her. Yeah. So I definitely like see her. It's not so much the power so much as who like she is and her story. I definitely see her as more of the Captain America of the next three. I see Doctor Strange as, <laughs> to be honest, more of the Tony figure. Yeah. The- the sarcastic, incredibly Smart, confident, yeah, like brilliant. I mean, he was a freaking surgeon before he Not became even Doctor just a Strange. He was a neurosurgeon. Yeah, like, and then I see Shang Chi being like Thor. He's got that, and that's why I think the comparison, especially to the hammer, is the most important to me because the hammer wields power and what do the rings represent and what do they wield (laughs) power and used in the right hands they're really like i don't even i don't want to keep using the word powerful but they're very hard to match it makes me wonder and this is just a random thought it makes me wonder like if shang chi was had the rings during the fight with thanos like how would that have played out differently i bring you a new question are we to understand whether or not he was snapped are we to understand whether his father was snapped i can totally see that being taken care of in a throwaway line because it needs to be addressed because if he's been gone for 10 years he could easily have been living his life in san francisco and maybe that would explain part of the reason the 10 rings didn't seem to pop up recently was maybe because their leader could have been snapped for all we know would the rings have gone with him real questions I don't, well, everything that people were wearing seemed to have gone with them. Does he wear them all the time, though? Uh, I feel like for the most part he does because I feel like when he's not wearing them in the way of like, when he's not using them, they just fall as bracelets. I just, it's a question. I'm curious. I think, I, because I mean, why would you take them off? Like, (laughs) it's not like Thor's hammer where he's like the only one who could lift it for most of the time. Yeah. Well, the only other person just being Captain America is not like he's going to be like, oh, bro, you're going to smack me over the head with my own hammer. Like, anyone could literally take the rings. So I, I would assume he'd wear them. Yeah. I do hate that they keep, and I get why they 
changed it to bracelets because the whole like rings we kind of did something similar with the gauntlet i'm like i hate calling it the 10 rings and it's bracelets yeah it's like kind of annoying it's like a little pet peeve that i've created now in my own head since shang chi like really started to pick up hype and i started to understand more about it and then the first appearance of the rings that are actually bracelets i'm like okay <laughs> i get why but also <laughs> I just think the whole vibe of this movie is gonna be so cool. Like I am, but Aquafina so is in it. I'm such a fan of Aquafina. Her. She's so freaking funny to me. She's like, great. And then I'm blanking on the actress's name, but the um Nick's mom from Crazy Rich Asians is also in it. Why well, I really is, like that, that is movie. it the one who plays his mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The the real the one who like makes the main character's life really difficult. Yeah. Um, I really love that movie. So I have seen it a few times. But, but um, I'm saying she's the one who plays Shang. She's. I don't think it's the oh. mother. Well, I also, that's a new explanation. I want to understand where his mother is, because we do see her in a few clips. Yeah, but I don't think that the woman from Crazy Rich Asians Oh, I don't. Is I don't know, because I can't picture the one you're talking about from the movie. I can picture the Shang-Chi person I'm thinking of, but I don't know who you're thinking of from Right, Crazy she's Rich the one that, the, that Shang-Chi's father is fighting. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, her. She's also in Crazy Rich Asians. Which is a new explanation. What is that? Yeah, I'm trying to understand what's going on with, like, I guess the hardest thing is I don't really understand the plot. Like, I think what I get is, like, okay, he's in San Francisco. No, not that I don't understand the plot, because that doesn't make, I don't want to sound like I'm, like, degrading the movie um, at all, because I'm not. It's, it's just, just hard to understand where it's going to build to, because yeah. they've hidden so much. Yeah, like, I get he's in San Francisco, then he goes back home, but then at some point his dad's, we see a lot of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and me like, trained as a, a young adult but a also child. a lot of like war flashbacks that I don't assume are happening right yeah now. no I, the video that I was watching was saying that he thought that the father was kind of granted almost an immortality by the rings well I do believe one of the rings has something to do with I, I don't I don't remember I think but um that he doesn't really age because of that and so it's the flashbacks are actually showing him fighting throughout major wars in history because he's which makes sense. That long. Yeah, but I want to understand almost like what the importance yeah, of seeing the these. Yeah, what um, purpose do they serve? Unless they're just a part of the Ten Rings backstory. Like, yeah. unless we'll have like, like a exposition. little like when they're talking about well the Ten Rings. Like you know they do it in a lot of the movies. If that's just kind of the appearance they make and then continue. Yeah, I could see it being done as like because <clears throat> obviously. Katie doesn't know who Shang-Chi is. I think he barely, like, tries to acknowledge that. No, he's clearly hiding who he is. Yeah. And so, like, she clearly doesn't know, like, his real origin. So I could see it being done as, like, all my cards are on the table. This is who I really am. This is where I come from. This is the organization I was raised in. This is what's expected of me. I tried to get out, but, like, this is who they are. Like, I could see that being a plot device in which they kind of explain this organization to people who aren't as familiar and might not be, like, I want to know why he turned bad. Who? His father. Shang-Chi's father. Because, I mean, you have this power, and I get power can get to people's heads, but I'm like, you had the ability to help people all the time, so I wonder what he, like, I, I want to know what he's fighting for. Power. Money. I He seems like one of those people who just, oh, I will say, though, one of the things that he says, um, I think the father in one of the voiceovers is, like, the Ten Rings have given our family power for generations, and I know in Asian culture, like, the, the family and, like, the reputation of the family family is really important so i could see it being like him trying to uphold the family's like standing and reputation in society because they do have these like super powerful i don't want to call them tokens but we'll just use that word for 
now. Well, but I guess I'm also, like, a little interested in understanding why now? Why is he giving them up now? Because with the with the organization, all that comes the rings. Like, that's... And so, obviously, he hasn't aged in... I don't I know. wonder... I wonder if because he's a mortal man and they're alien or not from around here. Because well, isn't there the whole thing with the dragon? Yeah, but I just wonder if perhaps, like, maybe it's not physically aging him, but it's draining him. Because, again, like, look at what happened when Tony tried to snap. Humans, hu- mortal humans, even whole humans using alien tech, it does not have the same effect on the body that it does on an alien who is perhaps built to wield something of that level of power. Yeah. No, it definitely, like, makes sense. I just, because I, like, like I said, because of the lack of, like, diverse trailers, it's really hard to make full predictions past, like, honestly, I can make predictions more about the implications of the movie and what it might do than I can tell any of you listening what the movie itself is going to bring about. Which I think, and we've talked about this, is very intentional. They're, for whatever reason, trying to hide the plot of this movie you know whereas i think you know and we've talked about you know why this is different but black widow was incredibly transparent you knew she was going to take down the red room well i mean we definitely got some stuff wrong but there was (laughs) i was like i I mean there was still some stuff that we could at least say with almost certainty but i feel like that list is much smaller with this movie but i like it because no i I, it's not a criticism observation I, I know some of you are probably listening and thinking, wow, they've <laughs> predicted close to nothing. <laughs> but it's hard to make predictions off of very little material. Especially when and, they're being shown the same six scenes cut differently over well, and over exactly. again. Well, exactly. Because obviously at one point, like, we see him fighting on the bus. Well, he's clearly fighting thugs that have to do with the Ten Rings. Yeah, that guy so, is actually, he has a name and I can't think of his name. But oh, I know who you mean. Sent the from, striker or something like that. Well, that's not his name. But, but the one the who, has, who has, like, the, the blades for yeah. arms. But he's sent by the father. Yeah. So I guess, like, then it's like, okay, well, where'd that come from? Because then we see him with his dad. We see him And that guy's the behind them. Yeah, yeah, and we see him at the compound. With the sister. Like, we see him fighting multiple people. Like, obviously, he's not going to be, like, take up the whole organization thing. But I'm like, how do we end up And then we and- see him fighting the father with, fighting the father with the rings with the rings. Like, they're each almost taking half and fighting each other. Yeah. And you see this beautiful shot that's in almost all of the, tra- maybe two-thirds of the trailers, where the father has the rings and they're blue, and Shang has the rings and, and they're, they're like orange, orange, and it's yellow. beautiful, and it's like, but it's also such like a gorgeous shot. It's also, not that I like, I like the shot, but at the same time, I mean this in the nicest of ways, very unoriginal. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, if you look at like half the Star Wars like posters, it's like the same uh, thing. Harry Potter, the whole like two wands, you got one side that's one color, like, it's very unoriginal. Like, well, even just the color scheme, the blue and orange thing. Yeah. Like, I was looking at some video. They like, kind of did it with Civil ago. War a little bit. Yeah. It's like you, it's like the same, like, color scheme over and over again. They, like, just kept overlaying movie posters that were, like, all the same. And there were, like, a bunch of Star Wars movies that were in there. And, like, I think probably, I think Civil War might have been in there. It probably, because like, it had that blue and red kind of aspect. Yeah. But I'm thinking specifically I just of think that. it's, it's just, it's. As unoriginal as it might be, it's still a beautiful shot, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing it, for sure. No, I am too, and that's why, like, for me, I am excited for the movie itself, but I'm also very excited to see those implications of what comes further from it, because I know it's going to, there's obviously so much more. Well, I mean, just even if you think about it, take out Shang for a minute, which, like, obviously isn't the point, but just, like, now you're reactivating the Ten Rings into, like, an actual active part of the MCU in a way they haven't been since they created Iron Man. And even then, they were solely a plot device to make Iron Man. Yeah. 
Now they're going to be actual players. They're potentially in bed with one of the biggest, you know, dealers of black market goods potentially in the world who now has access to the CIA. Don't even get me started. I know. I knew between her and her aunt, I want to literally like. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I mean, I just think it's you know even apart from how cool Shang is going to be as a character and and his role moving forward, just even bringing in the Ten Rings organization, I think is going to be such an interesting experience because I think it's gonna. I could see them rivaling Hydra in how much trouble they cause. I also really think it's great because I think Shang Chi is that perfect middleman between the on the ground fighting soldier and the mystic. Yeah. Because the rings itself are the mystic, but then you have the but entire But he doesn't need them to be a total, art. like, He's an assassin. Dude. He's yeah. an assassin. So I think he brings up that Black Widow, Hawkeye, like, even the Captain America kind of aspect. And then you Elite have... Elite fighter. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the Doctor Strange and Wanda and Loki kind of aspect that comes out that's like that perfect mix. And I think that's so critical because we are moving into such a cosmic and mystical phase of the MCU. I think it's so critical to have that little in-between guy because he, once again, wraps into people like the new Captain America and Sam Wilson, Bucky, the people who are still on the ground. Mm-hmm. The people who, at the end of the day... But he's clearly also connected to Strange because Wong is there. So he Well, has, but that's what I mean. Yeah, There's, so like, connections already. Yeah, so he, like, is, like, clearly connected to, like, the mystical part already. Because obviously they put in Wong for a reason, and, like, that goes without saying. And then he's, like, in this city that, oh, that's a coincidence. Like, Bucky and Sam were there, like, with our super dancer Zemo. Like, that's, like, <laughs> clearly not a coincidence. Stop. All I keep thinking about is right after, what was it, like, episode four, I think, was the Mad Report episode. It was, like, three or four. He was and they sat there in that slow-mo walk when they walk into that back room and people just kept making edits to the funniest songs like not funny and like they were funny songs but like (laughs) no i know exactly what you mean i just there are some days i really love the internet and the day after that premiered that was one i literally couldn't breathe because every song was just as good as the one before and i just kept watching it because i was like all of these songs this should have been what they played when they Honestly. walked in, but they didn't. And it was kind of a disappointment. But yeah, no, I, that's my point, though. I think he's going to be this great middleman. And for him to be now part of the big three coming out, that's why I think he's also got that. He is, like, definitely a nice mix between the Thor and Captain America aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, li- I like that comparison to Thor even more now, because Thor doesn't need the... I mean, that was, I was just thinking Ragnarok, the same thing. You know? He's a kick-butt warrior. Sans the hammer. He sans Stormbreaker. Yeah. You know, even Sans his thunder abilities. He can do some serious Stop. damage. Don't even bring up the fact that, like, when he sits there and he'll fight and they'll headbutt him and he headbutts him back. Like, he <laughs> does it to Iron Man. He does it in one of his other fights in, like, the first Thor. And I, I love it. Wheeze. And then in that shot in Avengers when he does it to Iron Man, you see they, like, purposefully show you the dent in the armor and I'm just like, this is fantastic. And, like, when he, like, it's just, like, Iron Man headbutts him and he just looks at him like, you really thought this would work. <laughs> and headbutts him back and I just was like, oh my god. And you, you know how I feel about Captain Marvel and how she's like not my favorite but when she headbutts the them. parallel of yeah. him headbutting her and her doing the exact same thing same facial expression and everything I was like to Thanos and just was like you're an idiot boom I know <laughs> I was like, and his face of like oh 
crap. <laughs> that has never yeah. not worked before. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I'm just so excited for this movie. I'm really intrigued by it and I'm yeah. ready, I'm ready to see it. Okay, awesome. So I think we have pretty much talked about our predictions with the exception of one. Um, with Black Widow, we gave our predictions for the mid and end credit scenes. Um, oh my god, I didn't even think about any of this. <laughs> some of them were more right than others. We kind of, we kind of got the Hawkeye one a little bit. Well, we knew it had to after Yelena was. Yeah. So we were we were on the right track with that one. That kind of weird two weeks later thing that sort of counted as a mid credit. I don't count it. I refuse. Um, yeah, that one that one kind of threw my prediction for a loop. I refuse because it wasn't an end credit scene or a mid credit scene. It didn't tell us new information. Yeah, so I don't count it. But anyway, Boom. what do you think? Give me a mid and end credit scene. Okay, well, I never took a moment to think about this. I didn't either. So I'm coming in as completely blind um, too. If I'm gonna be honest. What's coming up? Hawkeye. Don't think it has nothing to do with Hawkeye. We've already gotten an end credit scene to deal with it. We've got enough information to set it up. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I wouldn't... I, I just... And it's not because I don't think we've got anything to do with it. I just don't think we need more information for a show that has already gotten an end credit scene in the movie. And we've already and, gotten quite a few confirmations of and things. And to your point, we know more about Hawkeye, which is the second show coming out in the back half of the year, than we do about Ms. Marvel, which, which is, is coming first. why I'm going to say one of them might have to do with that. I will... I'm going to say this. We either are going to have a gasp moment with Shang-Chi, and it'd be something like... A great Doctor Strange show. Yeah, yeah. I like something that. like that, that... To come get Wong or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that hooks us a little bit. Well, to be fair, he's also using a lot of mystical power. How that never came up on Doctor Strange's radar at all. Well, yeah, because he makes a big deal about how he, like, knows all the big players. Like, how well, does yeah, he not he know clearly, about like, Shang-Chi's dad? doesn't, because the Ten Rings are huge. But anyway, so obviously, like, that to me would be something I think... Because I feel like, a, at this point, my deductions of a mid and end credit scene is one typically has to do with the movie and the character. Mm-hmm. Or at least one of the characters within it. So yeah. even if it just means that Wong makes his little, like, and comes up to it. Or domination. Yeah, but I'm only going to say Wong because it helps to finally tie in Doctor Strange a little more, considering we've heard Jack nothing about him since Endgame. I understand your point. However, counterpoint, there is a She-Hulk show coming out next year. Which, true. So, like, But my only thing being, know. we're expecting Doctor Strange in Spider-Man. We're expecting him in, obviously... Well, not expecting. He's guaranteed in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. He's in two of the biggest properties that are other than Eternals next to come up. And I think to not have something that, because Wong is finally that tying point, to use the Abomination rather than to use Wong, I think would be a mistake. Because I think you could definitely, I yeah, to, you have more opportunity to tie it, like to tie an Abomination as one of the like non-movie related end credits. Like you could, you know, for example, pull him into the Eternals as the, like, end credit scene where, like, something has to do with the Eternals or whatever, and, like, the mid-credit, I'm getting ahead of myself just, like, as an example. Yeah, but then have him, or, because yeah. I don't think they'll hit too much more at anything with Spider-Man because... It's well, first off, the way at that point. Yeah, I was gonna say, first off, they come all out right on top of each other. Which is so strange. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> Marvel, Sorry for the hysterical laughter. We're Marvel's, just like uber stressed. Marvel's here. scheduling abilities have not no. been up to par the past no. year. Like, I, like, will die on my sword that Kevin Faggy is the best planner that has ever graced this earth but the actual down to the calendar planning has not been ideal no that has not been his strong suit this year i think he's stumbled a few times and like we've all had a tough year so i get it kevin but like i need you to get it together yeah it's been a little rough but 
Either way, I think the one that has to deal with the movie would either be, it, I think is gonna be some sort of Doctor Strange relation, because yeah. to my point, that's, you gotta tie it in. Counterpoint to that, what if we get something with the power broker? That's the only other thing I think I could see it being, the because only she's reason, already established. But the only reason I say maybe not is because she was an end credit scene of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that's how we found out she was, well, we knew she wasn't a good person, but that's how we found out she was, like, dirty. That's yeah. my, that's the counterpoint to your counterpoint, <laughs> is that I do think that we've already seen that. But I definitely, I'm gonna say, that's one of them. And I, I don't know, that kind of ties into the possibility of, like, Spider-Man and all that. So that's kind of hard, because I think that's almost could be either of them. That could be the one that furthers us into a different show or movie. Mm-hmm. But also the one that could tie us right into the one we just I watched. think it depends, like, if, if it is Shang meeting strange then i would count it as a mid-credit because it's like him specifically but if it's just wong or strange and but maybe that would be where we get abomination because think about it we could get the scene of like wong and because that still ties into the movie that we but and so does abomination but abomination would go off into something completely yeah new because at this point shang chi and the eternals i say this with the best of my heart because i'm excited for both of them Everyone just wants to get to Spider-Man. Yeah. So, you know, that's going to have to make I think if I had to go for mine, I think, and I know I said this for Black Widow, but I really think this time we're going to get something related to the Eternals. Oh, I didn't even think about them. Yeah. I I guess because... But there are weird characters, like a whole character. I mean, I guess the Eternals as a group, I'll call them as a character. They're just weird to begin with. I just feel like, and I know that Shang-Chi didn't, get his own end credit introduction. I think mean, that part of that is a symptom of what's going on right now with COVID and everything just being a literal mess. I also don't know if they needed it. It was a... I guess I just feel like <clears throat> coming in... Because, like, I don't think they needed it, and I don't think they need it for the Eternals. The only reason they did it with Captain Marvel, who is the only one really recently who's had the, like, their a full cold-open movie. Yeah. But the only reason they kind of did it with her was because she then played such an important part in Endgame. So my only thought would be if they did it here, I would have to think that they play an important part in, like, the multiverse of madness. And I don't want to think about that. I I don't want to mix space. No, I don't either. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about why they as characters or how they as characters <laughs> would mix into it. I don't want to think about it. Um, But that, to me, would be... The only reason I would see them getting an end credit scene that hints at them is because they're going to play a bigger role past their... What is the word I keep trying to look for? Their movie? Yeah, but like their... Their introduction? I guess. Their introduction movie. Oh, their um, origin story. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. I couldn't think of it. It took me a minute to get there, but I got there eventually. But past their origin story, I just don't... Like, if they're going to play a bigger role later on, I don't think they need the end credit scene entrance but if they're going to play a role in what we're about to see which would not make sense to me they would have an end credit role to me personally that's how i view it that's fair okay so i'm going to amend my prediction i think the end credit scene is gonna be miss marvel because i think that there's been nothing on her yeah like we have I think last week we got our first official still of her in the costume. Um, which, by the way, if we're going to talk comic accurate, accurate as all heck, yeah. phase four is just plowing over one through three. COVID just, said, don't worry, we'll make sure the costumes get yeah. right. <laughs> but you may have had to wait an extra year for stuff, but like 
worth the wait just in costume accuracy alone. I agree. So I I think we could see her, even if it's just a shot in her bedroom. Like, I think it's not going to be anything substantial. But it'll be enough. But it, because I guess I just feel like she doesn't have a trailer yet. She doesn't have anything. We've never seen her on screen officially. No, I agree. I was going to bring up Miss Marvel as being a possible one as well. I also... That's why I think Wong or Something with Strange will be the one that wraps into the movie and then... Miss Marvel will be the one that's a little out there. Yeah, I think she's she's my end credit. My, like, second choice for end credit, and this is going to come out of left field, but I was reading something the other day, and Katie and I had been having this conversation, and I told her I thought Ms. Marvel was in the Multiverse of Madness. That is incorrect. She is not. At least to my knowledge, is not big of her. However, I did read that Miss America, Mi- yeah, America Chavez, Miss America is going to be in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I'm like, okay, cool. You have this character who's brand spanking new, has no movie credits. I mean, like, so what no is movie. she going to come from another timeline? I I don't know. I don't know. So I'm wondering, you know, instead of Ms. Marvel, do we get a trailer maybe in some point in the next, you know, you know, just after Shang-Chi or just before Shang-Chi or something like that? Do we get a trailer for her show and they're just keeping it super under wraps? Like, we don't even have a start date, which is bizarre. I don't like what's going on in Marvel It just right seems now. so haphazard. Because other than Shang-Chi, things seem messy. We barely got a release date for Hawkeye. Like, we don't have a trailer for any of that yet. No, nor Ms. Marvel, which comes out first and doesn't have a release date. No, yeah, we don't have a Spider-Man trailer. I understand COVID has partial issue with this. My only thing being, too, though, some of this stuff's been filmed. It has to have been. The Eternals has to be done. Spider well, Hawkeye's um, definitely been done. Yeah, they've been filming so that Spider-Man. for 9,000 years. So is Spider-Man. Well, the Multiverse of Madness, they've also been filming. It's done. I'm pretty sure it's wrapped. So it's like, I just am Thor, Love, and Thunder, of... I think, is wrapped. Yeah. Oh, no, no, because no. Christian Bale was just... Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, wait. <laughs> no, that's still... But that's May of next year, so they have plenty of time. But that's my point, I guess. I'm just kind of getting, like, a little stressed out because Shang-Chi's the only thing that I have concrete to hold on to right yeah. now. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. But, so, anyway, to recap, I could see it being a Ms. Marvel or Miss America. I just, will agree with the Miss Marvel, definitely, because of her show. Just because, again, we have literally no date, no trailer, nothing for her, which is stressing me out. And then in terms of mid-credit, I think I agree with you on some sort of strange. I could see, you know, strange popping up. Even if it's not him directly, there's, a like, a very clear reference. Yeah, like, I I mean, I could even see him popping just the up, circle. like, even just, like, you know, maybe Wong was there doing surveillance and called him in, he came to come get him, yeah, or, I mean. you know, or to rendezvous with him or whatever it Well, might he can be. also see into the future. Well, wait, he doesn't have, he doesn't have the time zone anymore. anymore, so. Well, maybe somewhere in his future research, um, before he didn't have the time stone, he did see how some things were going to play out with, Shang-Chi and his father. Obviously, I'm assuming Shang-Chi walks out of here with his ten rings. That makes sense. Ideally. Yeah. I wonder if he needed to wait to intercept him until he had the rings. Yeah, to, like, make sure he falls on the right side of yeah. good and evil. Yeah. But yeah, obviously so... he can't, he also can't take control of the rings when his dad's still using them. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I definitely think, like, you know, whether it's strange rendezvousing with Wong or... Or just, just making it some sort of an appearance in Yeah. Or reference to him. He is the master of the mystic arts. So, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to go with. We will see, you know, in a couple weeks how we fared. We did okay 
on our previous. We weren't last completely time. inaccurate on Black Widow. <laughs> no. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited. It'll be fun. I'm just thrilled to go back to the movies. I don't get to go see it Thursday. Neither do you this time, which is no. really throwing us both. There were some limited I don't showings. Know, this yeah, time. I have a very limited amount of showings. So do I, which is annoying and frustrating because we usually don't have to worry about spoilers because we're like first in line. I don't to think see we'll it. be worrying about that though. But I definitely think that that should just about wrap up some of our big predictions because, like I said, I think the trailers are a little difficult to make really detailed predictions with. I think you can really only make the broad stroke ones. So I think we did it. Yeah, uh, like we normally do a quick. T- update on what's coming up our next show will be back out in two weeks where we'll be kind of breaking down shang chi our thoughts what it might mean um you know its ramifications um that'll probably come out saturday or sunday of because to our point we yeah. won't be seeing it till friday night <laughs> can't come out on friday morning if we haven't seen it yet friends sorry um so that'll be coming out in two weeks that'll be the next episode um as always please remember to subscribe to the blog if you haven't already and the podcast if you haven't already to get notifications um for when our episodes do air depending on your platform of choice um we also do some extra predictions and extra breakdowns on the blog which provides some additional information should you be looking for that so please make sure to follow and subscribe to both of those and also check out our Twitter. It is Let's Talk MFT, and I almost always forget that. So I want to make sure I say it correctly. But make sure to check it out. Follow us, talk to us, tweet at us, whatever you want to do. We really like to also share some theories that we've either brought up in the podcast on there or just some that maybe we've thought of since. And if you have theories that you're seeing that we're not talking about, please let us know. Yeah, like, especially, like, I monitor the Twitter, like, daily, so you tweet at us, like, we're going to see it. So if you want to want us to touch on something or bring it up or you want to have a conversation. Or if you have a show idea that you want us to delve into deeper. Yeah. Please let us know. This but is for especially, you guys too. Yeah, but especially for any theories on something that's coming up recently that we really have not touched on, I'm happy to start a massive Twitter thread if need be <laughs> and talk about it. And, you know, like I said, a part of that's just interacting with all of you guys. So make sure to go follow that. And to Taylor's point, check out the rest of the podcast, check out the blog. And with all of the content coming out, including Shang-Chi, What If... And everything that is hopefully some so, trailers fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> everything that is so far still slated to come out this year because it will be a busy next four months. Oh my god. Um I think we will be seeing something at least once a week. So don't get stressed about that. But do, we'll do all the stressing for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but do watch everything and keep up with everything that Marvel is coming out with because Marvel definitely just blew your mind, so let's talk about it. Thank you.